Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. spring yep love love the road said so love that we're gonna All have right. it love that hall and oats is blaring here on 610 sports radio baby uh, i uh i went yesterday okay I, this affected you more than it affected me yeah. which i'm very happy with actually <laughs> well one i'm happy that i care so right yes 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 i was really bummed when i saw Corbin Burns got traded and it wasn't to the Royals. Right. You thought we were getting them, didn't you? Pining for Corbin Burns. One, because it's very close to Corbin Burnson. Right. Which would be Dorn for Major League, which Mm -hmm. is great. And then when Um, he gets somebody out, you can go, Corbin Burns. But I thought the only way to truly get one of these guys at this stage for the Royals is a trade. That's right. You're not going to win free agent battles for a top. Top end starter. I don't know. Blake Snell's still Blake sitting Snell's out, there. Still out there. So I mean, yeah. I'd make an Maybe offer. Right? I wouldn't yeah. be. I wouldn't be disappointed if they did that. Right. But I was like, there's all these rumors, really, for about a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Corbin Burns is going to be traded. I'm like, man, some way, some way, somehow, can the Royals get in on this? Right. Um. So I was disappointed. He goes to the Orioles. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed that I'm like. All right, who they get back? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't know, I didn't know the names, you know, some shortstop and some pitcher, right? That were that were coming back, but I'm like, well, just how does that this go done? Get done because you look at some of these and you're like, well, we could have done that. Yeah, oh, we could have done that. Why did they do that? We couldn't have done this. I mean, literally, the Orioles sent them two high end top t- two top ten prospects in their organization, right. which is rated as the best. Minor league in baseball. Not even close. Right? Yeah. So good that there's even, uh, J.J. Cooper said, even with the trading of these two times, J.J. Cooper of Baseball America. Right. Who, this is the guy you trust. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they trade away two of their top ten prospects. They're still going to be the number one minor league or minor leagues 
in baseball. Right, number one in baseball. And they traded out two guys in their top ten. They've traded their sixth and seventh overall prospects. Which made me doubly jealous because I'm like, oh, well, I want to be the Orioles. You do want to be the Orioles. That's the team to now. To be in right. position to be able to make one of these trades to get a guy who puts you in the favorites category in your division mm-hmm. at the same time using, yeah, two top prospects, but you got a, a crap ton more of them. Right. Because you've done it right. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I wanted Corbin Burns, and then the two guys I'd never heard of, I'm like, well, good for you that you have two guys that other people have heard of in baseball that was good enough to make a trade. Right. So the, the Royals didn't have enough ammo to go get this guy no. based on what they took back. And and so I want Corbin Burns, but I also want to have the system in place to be able to make a deal for Corbin Burns, which was which was the goal the last time they reaped, right. you know, right. before the 14-15 run, that was part of it. Like build the minor league system, which was their stated goal. Build a minor league system so that you can, one, supplement your team, but also use to do something else. Orioles are in that spot right now. Not to mention they got the owner nobody liked. Right. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. Like you're you're right today and you're like, screw the Ravens. Go Orioles. Right. In you're, Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, talk about the Orioles picking up the slack for a no town or, for their gra- town that's upset, grab right? Grab the grab the uh grab the headlines. I mean, it, it's fantastic. I mean, the, the problem though is with the Royals, Josh, is they haven't had a really legit prospect in the last decade. And, and that's a fact. And and people may want to argue that and debate that with me. They have not had a legit prospect in probably about ten years where you could look at and say that's a guy that we can flip and that's a problem and that I think that's JJ's biggest task right now is where the Royals are as an organization you've got to build up that minor league system not just to hit it and quit it but to build it up and sustain it for a long time because you want I mean they got their prospect their prospect is Bobby Witt right they got their guy that but then you want others you can flip right right. yeah like you like you get your guys through the system and then ones that are still good that but then you can turn them elsewhere. Sure. You can't just have one and go, we got one. We got one. No, no you, you need you, to have a plethora. You need a bunch of them. You need a load of prospects because a lot of these prospects do not pan out. But a lot of these prospects, you know, organizations have made their living, you know, back in the days of Walt Jockety in St. Louis and what Brian Cashman has done with the New York Yankees. They hype up their prospects and then they flip them and then they get good major league baseball players back in return. Having a Bobby Witt is nice, but that's not enough. That's not giving you the answer and the opportunities that you need to make your ball club better because the way that they went out and acquired Corbin Burns, Josh, is exactly like the way we went out and acquired James Shields back in the day. You had prospects and you flipped them for proven major league guys that put you over the top. Now, I will also say this. The Royals aren't ready for Corbin Burns quite yet, right? They have not shown that they're capable of sustaining winning at the big league level where an infusion of Corbin Burns is going to take them to that next level, right? Freaking try. But, but, but how many years does Corbin Burns have left on his contract, yeah. too? You got to factor that in. So I don't think the Royals are, are, are at that spot yet where they can be going after a Corbin Burns. Number one, they don't have the ammo. And number two, I don't think they're ready to win. But that's why they did what they did this offseason. You know, they signed major league players. That buys them time. Now, remember, they hired that guy that everybody liked from the Atlanta organization. His task is going to be to let's get this minor league system moving in the right direction. So not only do we have guys that we can bring up that are legitimate major league prospects, but also guys that we can trade so when we are close we can go out and get our Corbin Burns and this tweet by J.J. Cooper really does you know kind of just jab you in the heart a little bit the Orioles traded their six and seven prospects in a trade and a pick very good prospects 
but ones who the team can trade from what can be described as a surplus, right? They have a surplus, and they're able to trade their six. So that thing's not done in Baltimore. That's the model franchise now. That's the team that you have to look at and say, oh, my God, that's the team that I want to be like. Because I think right now, now that you've got new ownership, you just signed a new 30-year lease with Camden Yards in the city of Baltimore. Like, that's an organization that's going to be around for, I think, a long period of time, especially with the new owners infusing more cash into that ball club. So when you do make a trade for Corbin Burns, you don't have to get rid of him when he reaches free agency. You can go out there and sign him and keep him part of your organization. And so the Royals are basically, to use an old term from World War II, if you will, and I think it was two or one, one of the World Wars, you can't fight a two-front war. It's very hard to do that, right? And that's what the Germans tried to do. They tried to fight a two-front war. They had England and France and America on one side, and they had the Russians on the other side. And they were trying to battle on the Eastern Front and the Western Front. And when you try to, you know, divide everybody and try to conquer two things at once, well, it's not going to go well for you. And that's how Germany ended up losing. The Royals right now are fighting a two-front war. They're trying to win at the big league level, and they're trying to prop up their minor league organization. When they were losing games after the the World Series, I think they did a an F job at building back up their minor league system. It shows they've done nothing at the big league level. They let their minor league system go. Another reason why the change was made. JJ was promoted. Dayton was, you know, sent to Texas and here we sit, right? Like, because they, they neglected their minor league system or they just had really bad people in place that were drafting and developing talent. It's one or the other. And so they've got to fix that, but they also have to try to find a way to win some games at the big league level to keep the fans interested. So it's it's, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, it's a no. two-front war that the yeah. Royals are fighting it's, right now. It's tough. And I can't believe I'm jealous of the Orioles. I am jealous of the Orioles today. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like, bravo. Yeah, well done. Like, yeah. you know, I saw that yesterday. I'm like, damn, that stinks. Great for Corbin Burns and Baltimore. And Josh is like, screw this, I'm mad. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> playing the role of Bob Fesco yeah, today is yeah, Josh Klingler, yeah. right? And I know it's hard to say, hey, do all that, but do all that. Yeah, <laughs> do it all. But you got to build yeah. up your minor league system yeah. first. You can't miss on picks. You can't Bubba Starling. You can't, you know, um, uh, who was the guy that we liked that scored a couple of runs in the playoffs but really didn't do much else after that? He was the second baseman. Uh, you know, Cano, not Cano. Uh, what was the guy's name we can't even remember they took him over that one pitcher oh my god oh, I, yeah, yeah 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 um um, and now he's like a minor league coach. He's not even in the big leagues anymore. Like you scoring a run, but yeah, yeah. Um, what the hell was his name? That guy you took him over, boy, you know, I lost my Royals. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what the yeah, hell the was pep talk speech from Gomes? Yeah. 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 Whatever that guy's name was who scored the run. Uh, you, you, you drafted him. You drafted Kyle Zimmer. You drafted the kid from Asa Lacey from Texas A&M. You drafted those three high school pitchers from Indianapolis that never did anything like the Royals have done a terrible job at drafting over the last five to 10 years. And that's why they're in this spot that they're in right now. And you can't you, like if, if the Royals picked up the phone and JJ called, called Christian Mil- Cologne, Christian Cologne that's excellent. I couldn't I could, remember the guy's name, either. right? I'm so sorry. Yeah. And Cologne yeah. scores. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you to the text Thank line. you to all the coaches. We needed we, you We there. needed you guys okay. today, right? Everything bad I said about you. All right. All Thanks. No, no, yeah, no, thank no, you. No, thank no. We appreciate it. Like, we, we had brain farts because, you know, it was such an irrelevant part of sports, right? I saw literally closed my eyes and saw him scoring a run. I can't yes. remember his freaking name. Right. I couldn't either. Uh, that's funny. That's so when you have drafts where you blatantly fail – and don't give yourself an opportunity. And those are just the top end drafts. And those are just the top, top picks because yeah. who the hell cares about anybody else? Well, those you got to hit 
a bunch of those. Yeah, you know? but but you, you didn't even hit your top pick. Yeah, I know. I know. Ever. I know. I mean, like, it, and and so it's just it's just been bad drafting, bad player development, bad minor leagues. And that's why the guy from Atlanta came in, who everybody loves and thinks is wonderful, whose name I don't know. I think J.J. Christian is, Cologne, I'm going to call oh, him. You call him Christian Cologne. <laughs> J.J.'s doing his thing to try to put together some semblance of winning at the big league level. But but basically, Josh, I mean, th- think of the Royals minor league system as your house. If you don't do the necessary repairs and preemptively do things, your house is going to crumble. The Royals, for the last 10 years, allowed their minor league system to smell like Limburger cheese and did nothing to make their minor league system better to even be in the conversation. So if J.J. calls the GM in Milwaukee and says, we're interested in Corbin Burns, that guy's going to go, click, you ain't got nothing to sell me back. Yeah, that's true. That's the thing, yeah. Weren't even in the zone. What are you looking for? Ah, uh, Probably a couple of really high-end top 100 type picks. Yeah. We got him. All right. I think so. We'll try again. We'll try again next time. Yeah. The Royals are like the average Joe trying to get to the Super Bowl. Thanks for Just keep- not going to happen. Thanks for keeping in touch. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, speaking of yikes, uh, not a lot of rave reviews out of uh, Washington about the uh, the Eric Bieniemy short tenure there. Yeah. Huh? No, I, I, I hate to be the guy that says we told you so, but for 18 times, this guy was getting interviewed for jobs and was getting passed up and everybody was getting mad at the system for Eric Bieniemy not getting a job. But Eric Bieniemy right now probably isn't a guy that anybody wants to have his job, right? And this was an article that came from uh, Dean Jones of Rigo's Rag, uh, which is a, a Washington Commander's blog, right? And they're talking about what happened in Washington. And this is the quote that they have about Eric Bieniemy. Uh, quote, Bieniemy reportedly rubbed some players the wrong way with his high demands and tough-nosed approach. There was a clear unwillingness to alter his methods, ones that had been so successful throughout his coaching career. Were they? More importantly, I think so. I well, think so. he was a balanced Andy Reid. Yeah, very he, much so. Very balanced Andy yeah, Reid. Yeah. More importantly, the commander's offense lacked balance and stuttered, especially over the second half of 2023. Eric Bieniemy is no longer a candidate to be a head coach in the NFL. We thought going away may give him the opportunity to shine. And he didn't. And he didn't take advantage of that opportunity. And the thing for me that really sticks out is that there was a clear unwillingness to alter his methods. And I saw that and I immediately thought of Ned Yost because Ned Yost told us one time the number one thing that he had to do was change who he was and adapt to the players of this generation. He couldn't make 25, 26 guys adapt to his ways. And so Ned said, you know what? I want to be successful. Let me adapt to the players. Let me change what I'm doing. And Ned goes on and wins a World Series. If you're Eric Bieniemy, you've got to adjust and adapt to the 53-man roster. You can't expect all of them to adjust and adapt to you. The times have changed. People don't respond to dudes yelling at them. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HG2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Yes and no. Okay. I think yes, you have to. I don't think it's a blanket like this generation of whatever. It's also where the team's at. Like, also teams that aren't good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is also why they're not good. Mm. They can't take that. Right. Yeah. You know what or I mean? they're just not good players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's demanding things that he was demanding of the Chiefs. Well, Washington's not the Chiefs. You right. know what I mean? So, yes, you have to adapt to what that particular team is. But that some of it, to, to me, also is, well, they also can't take it because they're not any good. Right. <laughs> you know, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not a flavor for everyone, it sounds like, anyway. But... Did he adapt to what that team needed? You can't come in and go, this is what we did. In, right. This is what we did with the Chiefs, and this is what I did with the Chiefs, and I'm going to get after you guys, and blah, 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 blah. 
Well, they aren't the Chiefs. These are losers. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I mean, if you brought him in, maybe to a team that was ascending that needed a, a little push over the top, like he could be that type, I would, right. I would think. Like, all right, we need a little, man, we're, we're pretty talented. We just need that, that championship drive or push or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. I can see going to something like that. Right. But this is a team that's on the rebuild constantly. Yep. And these are fringe NFL guys. Yeah. Uh, they are. No, they it. are. Yeah. So it probably wasn't going to work. But but I but think... also you have to adapt. I think Andy Reid's biggest, um, one of his biggest qualities is he does adapt. Yeah. He ebbs and flows with the team. You you based on the personality of each particular team and you try to try to navigate those things. You can't come in and say, this is the way we done it. We did it there. And who who hasn't worked with someone that's coming in like, well, at, at, at my other place, this is how we did it. Well, well, you just walked in the door. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you what are you doing here? Sure. Um, I feel like that that might have that might have happened. It maybe <laughs> it did, but, but you, you you just can't do that though. Leaders no. don't do that. Real no. leaders don't do that. And Eric Bieniemy to me is just not a leader. He may be a very nice offensive piece to your puzzle to have on your staff to be the bad cop. But that doesn't mean you should be a head football coach. And that doesn't mean you should be a leader. Leaders are CEOs of organizations. Some people are cut out to be leaders. Others clearly are not, right? It's not that. It's who you are. Head coaches and leaders, though, can't be bullheaded, Josh, anymore. Maybe back in the day in the 70s and 80s, you can come in and smoke your cigarette and be a pig at work and be nasty to people and get things done. It doesn't work that way anymore. You 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 have success by collaborating, bringing people in, bringing in ideas, listening to what other people have to say, adjusting the way that you do things that will help work for the 53. And it doesn't sound like Eric Bieniemy was ready to do that. He was like, I follow this plan, A, B, C, and D. And if you're not on board with A, B, C, and D, screw you. And it just doesn't work that way. That's no, not how would, a real leader runs an organization. Meanwhile, so I'm not surprised. I mean, you know. Washington. You went with backwards hat guy? <laughs> they went with Dan Campbell, right? Remember Washington? Or Dan is, Quinn or whoever it is. Dan Quinn. Yeah. Remember Washington has built a committee of brains now, right? They brought yeah. in they brought in different type minds to help lead this new organization. Correct. You went out to try to find the best and you came back with Dan Quinn? Mm-hmm. Now he is a Super Bowl coach that you can say is a Super Bowl coach. Now blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. We all know that. But you have all the coaches that are available. Like you're going to move your needle with Dan Quinn? Yeah. I don't know. You got rid of Ron Rivera for Dan Quinn. Correct. Well, you got rid of Pete Carroll for Michael McDonald. I, well, you got at, at rid least, of at least that's a Mike Vrabel though for for Lou NFL, Gotts. NFL hiring is weird because we 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 do complain when it's somebody that failed that's getting another chance. Right. We complain about the unknown unheard of guy. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever happy with NFL hires because we don't know much about a lot of the players involved. Like, I don't know. Like I was a coordinator. Let's try to see if he can be a good coach. Right. It's a lot of like, let's roll the dice and see what we get. But you knew Dan Quinn. Yeah. So he's going to have, you're going to have him take over a Mortimer franchise with a guy who's just pretty average. Mm-hmm. I'd at least try to go something new. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. give me a fresh thought here. Right. And, and do something completely different. Not a guy that's eh, see your last playoff game. Yeah, see you in the Super Bowl as head coach. <laughs> and go. We're gonna we're gonna rejuvenate our franchise with Dan Quinn. Right. Not to mention you got to turn that damn hat around. Right. Not being old man on the lawn here, but being old man on the lawn here. You could be a coordinator with your hat turned backwards. Uh-huh. Give me the head coach with your hat turned backwards. Right. 
Can't do it. You're a you're a man. You're got to be an adult. Flip yeah. that cap around, right. dude. Yeah, you got to have the cap on the right, <laughs> right way, right? So this leads me to a little uh, reckless speculation. We haven't done reckless speculation in a while, but the Washington situation intrigued me. Okay. Also, why wouldn't you go Mike Vrabel there? Yeah, You're gonna get right. A defensive-minded head coach. That's actually had some success as a head coach. You're going to leave Mike Vrabel out of the mix? Right. Crazy. So my reckless speculation involves Mike Vrabel. Okay. Do you realize he never took a break? Never took a he break. He went right from being a chief uh-huh. to Ohio State. Oh, he never took a year off. Okay. He never took a break after his playing career was over. Oh, all right. He just jumped right into coaching. Right. He's never had a break. Good. Take a year off, smoke a couple cigarettes, and call it a day, bro. Smoke a couple cigs, sit around and wait. Ryan Day gets fired. Right. What did your rival just do? They hired Hired their conquering hero to come back. Yep. And what did Jim Harbaugh do? He brought you a national championship. Won the Super Bowl. So, Mike Vrabel. Next head coach at Ohio State. I don't disagree with that. After taking a, a long needed break, yeah, from life. From life, yeah, yeah, everybody life. needs Not it, life. right? But yeah. I mean, when you're in that position too, I mean, you made you made millions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can afford to. His name is not going to be any less popular by Ohio State, right? Right. In a year, sure. Yeah. He'll be very popular all year. He'll be very popular in the NFL ranks. He he's going to be more popular this year than he's ever been before. Sits out a year, waits to see what happens at his alma mater. Right. Because they're always uh, right. jumpy, right? They're just itching. They're just itching. The fan base is just itching to fire Ryan Day. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. We want him gone. <laughs> yeah. You as a, a Buckeye uh, yeah, Buckeye fan. Yeah, I won't say I mean, alum. you know. Uh, I, your, your well, team. I may take a class or two, and oh, so just, that way I can you, say I'm a Buckeye alum. Yeah. yeah, I took some graduate courses there. Yeah, I took a graduate uh, course get, at Ohio State. Yeah. So my reckless reckless speculation is he sits out a year. He's either a hot NFL name again, mm-hmm. which I think he would be in a year still, or he goes to Ohio State. Right. And he so he waits to see what happens. If Ryan Day is solidified, nothing to see here. But if not, he takes over. They bring the bring our guy back to Columbus. Right. That's a good move. I like that reckless reckless speculation a lot, Josh, because I don't know that there's any coach in, in football and in college or the pros that's under more pressure than Ryan Day is. Because you, you can't continue to lose to Michigan. We're not going to take that anymore. Like we're Buckeyes, okay? We don't lose to Wolverines. <laughs> We just don't, okay? I love how we you do we, not. I love how you've adopted. Them. We so great. do not lose to Wolverines, mm. okay? So uh, our guy Day has got to turn it around. Got to figure out a way to get out there and attack Michigan and beat Michigan. Get into the college football tournament. Win a couple of games in the college football tournament and play for a national championship. Like I honestly believe Ryan Day and Mike McCarthy are kind of on that same level of hot seat, if you will. Like Mike McCarthy wins twelve games a year, but can't win in the playoffs. Right? Ryan Day does a really nice job all year, but he can't get us over the hump and beat the Wolverines. And so, until he's able to get us over the hump and beat the Wolverines, that seat is hot. Yeah. Hot seat. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, head to our friends at Jefferson's. You can use the code 610SPORTS for 15% off online orders for both carryout and delivery. Limit one per customer at a minimum order of $40. But our friends at Jefferson's offering 15% off all of your online orders, both carryout and delivery. Just tell them the code 610SPORTS. Use that for your online order. A couple of texts real quick asking about Vrabel to Kansas City. And, and I'll just say this. Andy Reid's got five more years and then Matt Nagy's taking over. That's the, that would be the plan. Yep. And if he goes ahead and gets that written in the contract, then no one will complain. <laughs> if who gets what written in the contract? Nagy. That, he, that he's going to take over right, for Reid? You, you yeah. could just suspend <laughs> yeah. if they told you. Yeah. Apparently, Patriots just right. did it. No. Right. Yep. So if he gets it in writing, he doesn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Right? It'll, it'll just happen. This is rich. This guy calling our guy a crybaby. Oh, my God. We'll play a little consider the source, I guess, next. Fesco in the morning. If my neighbor came over and snuck zucchini onto my porch, I think I'd have him arrested. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Josh, little Ashford and Simpson here on 610 Sports Radio on Groundhog Day. They always tell you not to be nasally. Right? Don't sing through your nose. I think. Someone just once told me, don't sing. I oh, think what it was. Is this Ashford or Simpson? Who's gonna, uh, he, uh, now I sound like Dylan. No. Simpson's out on the golf course, though. So yeah, that's Simpson. true. Yeah, he's out there. <clears throat> Hello, Twitter world. So this guy 
much like Groundhog, only pops up once a year these days, and that's a good thing. Yeah. This this is the week where we hear from Bill Romanowski, right? Yeah. Bill Romanowski schlepping stuff on Radio Row. Do you remember him in New York when we were there? How, like, I was scared. I thought his wife was going to beat us up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't say this to his face or anywhere in the vicinity. I'm safely here in Kansas City, and he's God knows where right now. Right. Planet Neptune. <laughs> well, Planet Romanowski is where this guy is. Right? Yeah. So he joined a show called The Morning Roast, which I do like the name of that. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, good one. It's yeah. pretty, pretty good. Uh, out West. On 95.7 The Game, that's our sibling station. Mm-hmm. Out in San Francisco. And he says Mahomes is a crybaby. That defense is flying around hitting people to go to Baltimore in that environment and out hit the Ravens to confuse them and shut down their running game. It's going to be a hard-hitting football game, Romo. It is going to be a hard-hitting football game, but at the end of the day, I believe Mahomes is a crybaby. Jackass. And yes, he's, yes, he's talented, but he is a big ass cry baby and he drives me crazy and i think we're gonna out hit him i think we're gonna be more physical than them and that's gonna be the difference in this football game why do you say he's a cry i'm just curious is is because they complain to the officials oh yeah yeah it drives me crazy you know play the game okay stop whining to the officials that stuff drives me crazy Goose Gossage, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this coming from a guy who spit on players, threw a punch at Tony Gonzalez, injured one of his teammates, Marcus Williams, during a scrimmage who was then forced to retire, and now is being sued by the IRS. Did you see this one, Josh? This guy's now being sued by the IRS for $15.3 million in unpaid back taxes. Oh, man. And he's out there throwing shade? I think before you grab a microphone, Romo, you probably ought to look at your rap sheet and figure out what you've done. To sit there and call Patrick Mahomes a crybaby. Just playing the game. What are you talking about? What, He's been when out is, of the game for 20 years, by the way. Has crazy. it really been that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When has Patrick ever cried? Which Other than like, the Buffalo game when he was pissed at Tony. Which feels like he still lives in what was going down in the his game. Right. It's not the same. It's a totally you know, different game. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, back in my day, we put our pants on one leg he's at a, a time. Cry, he's a crybaby. Um, so Romanowski, like, I, I hate to say this. He is on the Mount Rushmore of douches. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. That guy is right up there to say that kind of stuff, to sit there and say, oh, he was also investigated with the Balco thing. <laughs> I mean, like, like this guy's got a rap sheet longer than 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 I'm I don't know. Pretty sure the last time we saw him when he was hawking stuff, that ain't that wasn't legal, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think whatever he was schlepping had FDA approval. Just right. guessing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and this is a guy who's worn out his welcome here. too. I mean, a couple of years in San Francisco, a couple of years in Philly, a couple of years in Denver, a couple of years in Oakland. Did win four Super Bowls. You give him credit for being on some good teams, but man, just not a guy that you really want around, well, right? Well, I mean, and he's he is a he's a Super Bowl week regular, right? He is. Yes, we dropped off that regularity mm, probably about a decade ago. Ten years ago is when we were in New York, right? twenty fourteen. Yeah, 
there was a few runs where like, oh, get Romanowski. Everybody hated him. Right. Played for a couple of the, the Chiefs rivals. Yep. Denver and Oakland. He's never yeah. afraid to ruffle feathers. Let's get that guy. Right. And then the every with each preceding time I got him, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm so. Out. Yeah, I'm out on this one. Yeah. I'm out. Right. Calling Patrick Mahomes a crybaby. So I'm going to tell you, I sent that soundbite to somebody over at Arrowhead. And I said, please make sure Patrick hears this. Because you know what that's going to do? He was called a dad bod yesterday. And today Romanowski's calling him a crybaby. And then Jed York's complaining about a holding penalty that wasn't called four years ago in a Super Bowl. He's, Who's betting against the Chiefs? He's, jo- he's jogging in the streets and then going in the barn and doing those upside down sit-ups yeah. right about now. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come out here and kick your ass. <laughs> I love it. A little heads up today, not just that we had the groundhog today, uh, but did you see this story? I I look up in the sky today. Uh Uh-huh. According to the Guardian, a skyscraper-sized asteroid is going to pass within less than two miles of Earth today. I thought I saw something in the sky this morning. I thought it was a shooting star, and I'm not kidding. I'm driving up I-35, and I'm like, ooh, that was a shooting star over there. Let me make a wish real fast. And NASA's just telling us it's going to be a harmless flyby by a giant rock. That is a little unsettling (laughs) to me. (laughs) I think it already happened, Josh. It's just like a, you know, the size of a large building. It's just going to barely graze us on the way by. Where's it supposed to hit? I mean, 1.7 miles. Again, they could have just rounded up for my purposes. And just said two miles. It's going to be two miles away. Don't sweat it. Right. The rock is between 700 and almost 1,600 feet across, which they say the asteroid could be similar in size to the Empire State Building. It won't be back our way again until 2032. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Thank goodness. I mean, unless it just breaks the Earth's atmosphere and comes crashing in to somewhere today. Are you scared of these? Like this, this is one of those deals that we hear like all the time. All this like stuff is going to happen. It, it's all a freak out, right? Like nothing ever happens. We never have to get like Bruce Willis to go up there and blow the thing up. I don't know. I never know. I've seen enough of these movies to go. Mm, you sure it's not going to creep in the Earth's atmosphere somehow? I think again, I think it's just I think eh. it's fear mongering by the news. It's again. just gonna be a harmless flyby, they say. Yeah. Three much smaller asteroids are also gonna harmlessly buzz the earth today. <laughs> I told you I saw something in the sky. It's already happened. We're safe. I don't want to get hit by the Empire State Building. It's also one point seven million miles to the earth, not one point seven miles, Josh. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I could sleep better tonight. It's going to be 1.7 million miles, Josh. Not how I, oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, it's not how I read it. Is your headache gone, Josh? I, I feel so much better. I, ah, somebody I throwing so, something at 1.7 million so, miles away. Ah. I was so concerned by this that there was just no, There was just. There was just too close to the earth. Uh, Bill Romanowski uh, will tackle it. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, going to save the earth. And Patrick Mahomes is a crybaby. Thanks for, thanks for doing that. Yeah. All right. Never mind. 
lot of text. 1.7 million, Josh. Thank goodness. 2 Thank million, goodness. Josh. I needed, I needed you people yesterday. Because <laughs> I, was, I was seriously. Josh is walking around muttering. I was, I, was, I was like. <laughs> Only Bill Romanowski can save us from the falling uh, asteroid. Uh, oh, millions feels a lot better. All right. I feel, I feel safer. Thank you, everybody. Feel better? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Good. Sorry for my mm-hmm. rant. Delete thread. <laughs> I read this story. I read the tweet. You I read the story several, this several times. I'm like, why is nobody concerned about this? What part of the 1.7 M miles away did you miss miles, in the tweet? Miles. Oh, you thought it was a miles. <laughs> I just kept, I, I saw that. I saw it exactly like that. Miles. It's not From m- the 785, m- typically us men do get measurements wrong. You are right about that. Take the rest of the day off, sir. There, there you, <laughs> you can tell your boss, Josh, that I told you you're out today. That's a great text. <laughs> I don't know. I saw bat this week. Everything's flying near me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> did you see the Spurs game? There was a bat, Correct. too, and the mascot was mascot trying to catch it a with a net. But they had a net. I don't know where they got it. They had a well, net, you know, the you, there's a lot of ties to KU in San Antonio with Russell C. Buford down there as their general manager. He went to KU, right? And so they probably talked and he got the answer. Um, I do like this from the 913. You can take the day off as well. Reverse <sighs> Frank Miles, LOL. Yeah, I do need to take. <laughs> after that, I do need to take the day off. Not you, the texter. Oh, I need to take the day off, though, after that. Uh. Now that I'm safe <laughs> from asteroids. <laughs> we will chat with Mitch Holtz, voice of the Chiefs. Can't win it this week, but. The Frank White Miles. <laughs> You you could lose it this week. We'll discuss next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride drops by the show on Tuesdays at 8.30. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 14 Chiefs. Oh, yes. pattern wide open, Gonzalez. 15, 10, lowers the shoulder, leaps into the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City, what a day for Kansas City's brilliant tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He's the pride of Smith Center, Kansas. First and ten for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Half back pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown, Kansas City, Dayton Hughes from Marcus Allen. He's a member of the Kansas Association of Broadcasters and Missouri Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame. Holds off tackle left, gets a block at the 10, breaks a tackle, angles left near front pylon, touchdown, Kansas City. He's a four-time Emmy winner. Mahomes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown, Kansas City. And he loves him some pooches. Picked up by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh round pick, 10-5, Jalen Watson. Entering his 30th year as the voice of the Chiefs. For the second time in four seasons, the Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. It's Mitch. 
poultice on Fesco in the morning. I love that a bunch of that has become dated because you've got to yep. add one more Got to on. add another, uh, yeah. Mitch's appearance brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. And brought to you by Gates Barbecue. By Gates, it's a Kansas City tradition. All right, Mitch, I want to start you with something that we ended last segment on. Not Josh not knowing how many miles away the meteor <laughs> was. Uh, but also, what this this comment from Bill Romanowski, I'm going to play for you, and then I'm going to say react, all right? I believe Mahomes is a crybaby. So there's Bill Romanowski yesterday on our oh, sister station in San Francisco saying Mahomes is a crybaby. Mitch, please react to that cut. Bill Romanowski, he comes back like bad food in the fridge. Like, wh- where's... Where's Bill Romanowski been hiding for 20 years? Well, this um, is the this is the week this every is, year yeah, that he, he shows he up. Return. He's like the groundhog. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Super Bowl week, Bill Romanowski schlepping something on, on Radio Row. I think I'd rather hear from Bill Murray than Bill Romanowski mm-hmm. um, on Groundhog Day. I, I I mean, it's the old haters going to hate, but it's, it's uh, well, I'm trying to think of the right word. I mean, it's just kind of ignorant, really, for a guy that played that long in the league not to recognize. Empirically, it's all right there. We could lay it out for Bill if he wants to understand it. The eye test, if he wants to see it from a, I don't know, qualitative standpoint, it's right there. We'll we'll rent the theater tonight and just sit down and have a little film session with Bill. It's it's a, truthfully, it's an uh, it's a, it's an ignorant comment or. One that's trying to get everybody's blood pressure up, but yeah, it's uh, it just it takes any kind of credibility away from Bill Romanowski's opinion. What kind of credibility did he have? Well, zero. So if you're at zero, then you go to negative. It's kind of like the wind chill yes. of the game against Miami. <laughs> so the credibility of Bill Romanowski is the same as the wind chill against the Dolphins. Good news is, Bob, that if he's driving up people's blood pressure, I'm sure he's got a medication. He's got a pill for that. that, that <laughs> would help with that, I would guess. All right, Mitch, you uh, you can't win the game this week, but you think you could lose the game this week if you don't have the right plan in place. Explain. Clink, yeah, Clink for 21 years, hoping to be in this game and being three planets away and never really too close to it. I always wondered, and maybe you guys did too, why is there a bye week? Let's just play the game. Yeah. Like, it seems like overkill, right? What are we, what are we doing? Well, after being in this game four times in five seasons, saying that humbly, this bye week, you can almost have two bye weeks. It is a beehive of activity. The logistics, and I think it's even more so now than ever, the logistics and planning from the football side, they put the whole game plan in. That iPad is full of what the game plan is going to be for all those guys and coaches. But then for the personal side, who's going to the game, friends, family, who's going to get tickets, how are they going to get tickets, how are they going to get to the game, how are they going to get to Vegas, where are they going to stay? And from the business side as well, just look at the Chiefs Radio Network and what's been involved, Kling, and just like this little part of the world. If you don't handle your business this week, your business, then you can't bring the business next week. Because once the plane hits the ground Sunday afternoon, that week next week is nothing but a distraction. The NFL's made it all a distraction, whether it's the ponderous media coverage internationally 
or activities. Be here, be there, be here, be there. And you can really get your focus off the game very easily. You cannot then add on top of that friends and family and people and all the logistics that have to be involved in the game. That's what the bye week is for. It's why Andy Reid and the infrastructure of the Chiefs is so good because they know how you have to maximize this week. And I think you can lose the game this week. You can't win it, but you can lose it if you don't have your business taken care of. Well, and Mitch, I think that brings up a pretty interesting part of our conversation today because as we're sitting here, the Chiefs, they've got their game plan in. It is ready to go. If they had to play a game today, they would be ready to go with their game plan. Meanwhile, out in San Francisco, you've got a Bosa complaining about being held. You've got the CEO complaining about not getting holding penalties called against Bosa. I love it. You know, you've got uh, Bill Romanowski out here doing all this kind of nonsense. You've got people, you know, mocking Patrick Mahomes all over the place, trying to make him fail. And the Chiefs are just going about their business and putting in their game plan, and they're, and they're focused on what matters. They're not worried about what happened four years ago in a Super Bowl game. No, and that's and that's where you, know, you feel like you have a little bit of the psychological advantage already. But we also saw it backfire on Baltimore and in Buffalo for the Chiefs to right into the mouth of the dragon on two consecutive weeks. That's why I've said, too, that I think that getting the three seed now that we've looked back on it was a blessing in disguise for the week off in week 18 that they got against the Chargers, especially for Kels and Patrick. But then it, it for them to beat Buffalo where they beat them and just do their business, shut your mouth, do your business, set them up to go into Baltimore and ride back into the other dragon's mouth and slay them. And here's San Francisco seemingly already distracted uh, with those comments. It's just, it's gamesmanship. And, but the gamesmanship Andy Reid's trying to put together the plays to beat San Francisco on the field. Right. And San Francisco's worried about the ancillary stuff. Let me let me say this. I, I looked at this on Sunday when we won, and I went, this is my favorite. This, this to me, is the most satisfying AFC championship because – Everybody, as you say in your call, everybody doubted the Chiefs and, and and didn't want this team to be here and whatnot. And all year long, both locally and nationally, people were doubting this team. And for them to win the AFC championship when everybody said they couldn't, I just kind of kick back and go, see, this is why you trust Andy Reid. This is why you trust Patrick Mahomes, because they find ways to get this thing done. Where does this one rank for you, Mitch, when you start to say, yeah, this is and the fact that we're even talking about that is awesome. But like, where is, is this number one, number two, where do you rank this one as your favorite? Well, you're always kind of a victim of recency bias when you do something like that. And when you back up and you go every year is special and I'm not trying to uh, buzz kill your question, but it's right up there because of kind of what I just mentioned and you mentioned as well. I mean, we were surrounded, <laughs> we were surrounded in Buffalo and it was like, uh, how much, what's our provisions? Because we're going to try to slug it out. And the way this team has showed unusual toughness, this team, this team in and of itself will be thought of in a special light. So I don't know if it's one, two, or three, but, man, it's special. They won three playoff games in minus 28 windshield in Buffalo where they were so ready, cling nose. They were ready. They couldn't wait for us to drive in there. And the same with Baltimore. And to win all three of those games puts this team in a special category and in many ways their own category. Yeah, I'm trying not to get, you know, 
take it for granted. We're like, this was cool because it was a different ride. Yeah. Like, this, was like, <laughs> this was like different. Oh, yeah. It's still greedy because it's just been, it just keeps happening. But I'm like, no, I appreciate the fact that deep, like to a certain extent, defensive led, you saw some, some struggles at times during the, the regular season. And then you saw them turn it on the postseason. That's what makes it different and interesting and fun. This route. Well, and here's a, here's another thing I chuckled about where people were saying Mahomes didn't play that well. Like, look at his numbers. Look at, look at Lenny's numbers in Super Bowl Four. Look at Joe Montana's numbers. Look at Troy Aikman's numbers. Actually, look at Tom Brady's numbers. He won one Super Bowl, thirteen to three. He won his last one, twenty-three to twenty. So, it's Mahomes was brilliant in the Baltimore game, much like those quarterbacks were brilliant without putting up fantasy numbers. And it's it's. I chuckled. I, I laughed at how dumb the comments were of like, well, he didn't play that well. And the defense carried. Well, guess what? Guess what Joe Montana had in San Francisco? Guess what Aikman had in Dallas? Guess what Lenny had in Super Bowl Four? He had defenses that were great, elite. And then he played to them. All those quarterbacks played to them. So, and John Elway uh, or Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 50 with the Broncos. Look how he won that game. And Mahomes did it the same way. It doesn't make it any less brilliant when you do it the way that Mahomes and all those other guys uh, did it in winning the championship. Voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Mitch, who does this this team most resemble to you, the 2023 Chiefs? Let me ask you guys. All right. If you think of a team and you're going, "Ah, I'm going to throw this one out there. I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say you're talking a lot about defense and overcoming adversity it kind of reminds me of the 90 Giants. They lost Phil Simms in December, turned it over to Jeff Hostetler, and then beat a Buffalo team because they played great defense and, and you know, had the defense step up and didn't have to win it on the back of their backup quarterback, if you will. Hmm. I just think well, well, they I didn't, think, they didn't think turn the more... it over. They didn't make the egregious mistake. They right. Didn't... They didn't miss the field. I mean, you know, so, yeah, that's an awesome one. Thank the you. Mahomes, the, the Mahomes aspect of it, though, throws that off for me, Bob. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm like, this one's hard to pinpoint because many teams have had a great defense and then an offense that kind of got through or right. whatever. You know what I mean? None of them had Mahomes. I think about the Mahomes aspect of it because as many people that were complaining nationally, Mitch, about, man, do they have enough offense? I'm like, there's two thousand yard pass catchers and a thousand yard running back, like nearly, right? And they played, all, <laughs> and they played all the games, and and for and the best quarterback, uh, uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the league, and the best uh, head coach going in the in the game. And I'm like, and any other team, you're like, man, that's that's pretty unbeatable. But this team, they're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. I think their bar is 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 so skewed. So I I have a tough comparison because Mahomes elevates the conversation of of a team that might have quote-unquote let, let me give you mine then, Clint. Let me give you mine, and I think it's really close. The 1969 Chiefs. They won a brutally cold game against the Jets, who were the defending world champions, with a goal line stand at the one-yard line. First and goal at the one. Then they have to go, and that was on the road. Then they have to go to Oakland, who had destroyed them like 30 days earlier. So much like Buffalo – beating the Chiefs in this early this 10th of December, that 69 Chiefs team, which went through all kinds of adversity, four different quarterbacks, because Lenny thought his career was over. Uh, they win at Oakland in a road game. 
and then they're going to be underdogs in the Super Bowl. A Super Bowl will a kicker, a kicker, gets them up nine to nothing with in two possessions with three big-time kicks, including a 47-yarder. A fumble punt by the Vikings leads to a short field, 65-toss-power trap touchdown with a block by Ed Buddy that is the most underrated play maybe in Chiefs history, the block by Ed Buddy. Lenny gets a hitch to Otis Taylor, but the defense has six pro football Hall of Famers on. Mm-hmm. This, 60, this team here reminds me of that 69 team. They've done it almost the same way. And Lenny gets MVP of Super Bowl four because he didn't screw it up. He just kept and made, a, made some plays, made some plays. He made some plays in every one of those, those other road playoff wins. And Patrick Mahomes has made plays. Yep. Guys have stepped up like MBS. I just, it, it, it popped into my head in the middle of the night the other night of like, oh my gosh, this, this team is like the 69 team that won Super Bowl four. What about the 85 Bears, too, doing it with kind of defense and, you know, an offense that just made a play not, when they needed to make a play? Not, I was thinking yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe a Bronco Elway because you sure. know, I respected Elway uh, and, that and much and, like, Bronco, his defense. Recency by Bronco Super Bowl 50. Yeah, 50. Yeah. 15 Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, they didn't have a quarterback. You know, they didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> right. right. Well, he was wound way down by then. But, yeah, yeah those late uh, – we think Elway's throwing for 400 yards – in those days of 97 and 98, he had, he had the triangle because he had sharp and he had a couple different receivers, but he also had Davis mm-hmm. and they had a, a really good, if not great defense. So this recipe, everybody wants to discredit it somehow. And honestly, it's following right in line with some other champions. Mahomes has been, Patrick's been fantastic this year yep. because this has been his hardest year. And yet he's he just keeps paddling the boat. He's he's uh, he's been he's been brilliant. And in these playoff games, he's been out of this world. But everybody wants him to throw for 400 yards, or he's a crybaby, or he didn't play that well. Well, and that's the thing, though. If this was our first Super Bowl appearance, I don't think anybody would be saying anything like this. I think a lot of it has to do with you know, which we don't care about, is people may be fatigued with the Chiefs. They wanted to see somebody different, so they create nonsensical nonsense to try to run the team down. Meanwhile, they just continue to do what they do, and that's go out there and kick your ass and take names and then hoist Super Bowl trophies. Bob, it's why I use the doubt, dislike, disrespect line again. Yep. Last year it popped out because of the Cincinnati mayor and Jabroni and all that. This year it was because it was months and months of it again. Like it just kept coming. Like it's the same stuff. It was either doubt or dislike or disrespect. And it, it, it but you got, you got to deal with these guys. And it's somewhere, even if you hate them, you got to go, you know, you know what? We got to give it to these guys. We didn't particularly like the Patriots. I'm respecting them more now than ever mm-hmm. of what the Chiefs are going through. But still, you got at some point kind of go, yeah, you know what? This has been impressive. These guys get it. No doubt. Mitch, enjoy the uh, the weekend. Have a safe trip to Las Vegas, and we'll talk to you again next week from the site of Super Bowl 58. Did you guys see Justin Tucker's tee anywhere? I was looking for it. <laughs> uh, Check in the back of the end zone. <laughs> oh, okay. This yep. is like the guy I gave the – this is like you guys having a Super Bowl party and your neighbor shows up doing Pilates in your living room. Like, dude, get out of here. Well, I always do Pilates during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, not here. Take the toys and go someplace else. Bye, Justin.
<laughs> Thank you, Mitch. See you, Mitch. Mitch Olson's Voice of the Chiefs brought to you each and every week by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. And brought to you by Gates Barbecue. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.